Dating in DC is the most ghettoest shit I've ever done in my life. They said I'm up next, no bitch, I'm right now. Story time and stuff is on, turn it up loud. More than five seasons, still fucking up the game. You're not a competition system in my own lane. Get spice steps, step your tea all on the map. Smart money popping, and all I spit is facts. I'm always talking shit, cause these bitches stay cap. Now welcome to my show, guaranteed to go. Welcome back to another episode of your favorite shit-talking comedy podcast, Storytime with Steph, hosted by your girl, Steph, also known as Gangsta Spice. That's what they call me out in these streets and online, so feel free to follow my personal Instagram, at Gangsta Spice, spelled how I said it. As always, make sure you are plugged into the official Storytime with Steph Instagram and subscribe to the Storytime with Steph YouTube channel, where you can find comedy, fashion, beauty, 4C natural hair tutorials, vibes, and more. You can also find it all in one place at storytimewithsteph.com. The title of this episode is Celibate by Accident. After dealing with all y'all niggas, especially X, Y, and Z, I realized that my dad was right when he said none of y'all niggas deserve me. Pause. I moved to DC a whole hopeless romantic and now 14 years later, I'm just hopeless. Dating in DC is like living in hell. And just when you thought you were leaving hell, you find out you just reached the next level of heat. I've dropped 30 episodes of Storytime with Steph. <laughs> You're welcome. And 11 of them are about my struggles with these niggas. 12 and 13 if you include this and next week. <laughs> it's only right that I take you down memory lane because for real, how did I get here? I went from single in the city, single survival guide, point them out, falling for a fuck boy, dating me be like, a letter to my sides, I get lonely, to y'all's favorite, a man part one, part two, and part three. All full episodes are available on storytimewithsteph.com and anywhere you listen to podcasts. <laughs> That's 13 episodes of me crying for help, but y'all don't hear me though? How is it that I'm everyone's type, but no one is mine? Y'all remember the list that I made to only attract qualified men? You know, the list in my Dating Me Be Like episode. Okay, for the new listeners, my list was, this is a man who could be my man if he's 5'10 or taller, employed, romantic, ambitious, and woke. Loyal should just come by default, but loyalty just be a word to a lot of y'all motherfuckers. Mm. Men and friends. <laughs> every cuffing season, I put myself out there, and every time, I'm reminded why I should have stayed my ass inside and hibernated. Every time I decide to give these motherfuckers a chance, I'm reminded why I stopped giving motherfuckers chances. I started saying, fuck these niggas, I hate these niggas, I ain't fucking niggas, no, whoa. I started saying that for a minute, and then that minute turned into months, and then the months turned into years, and now all of a sudden, I'm celibate. My coochie damn near closed. Of course, dicks were being tossed at me left and right, but will that dick be loyal to me at night? Hmm. Ladies, what if I told you that the weapons formed against us were penises? Hmm. <laughs> because I know from personal experience that if the devil can't reach you, he will send a nigga with a big dick. He might send some scammers too. These motherfuckers will scam you with their PP or PPP, so <laughs> stay woke, sis. Dating in the DMV is hell because there's so much little dick energy here, and it's at every level of the game on dates, at networking events, and sugar daddy interviews. So many swagless motherfuckers walking around worried about titles and drip and not cash app and trips. And every conversation starts out like, hi, my name is, so what do you do? 
damn, are you the feds? And nine times out of 10, they are. <laughs> Dating in DC is like swimming into a warm spot in a pool and trying to figure out why the water is brown. Just when you think you found someone you can kinda tolerate for a couple of minutes, they say some dumb shit like, I'm not looking for anything serious. I wanna just go with the flow. My job is relocating me to Peru at the end of the month. Motherfucker, please. Same script, different cast. Then I started thinking that I'm just gonna date men for their money and hop into my gold digger era. But then most of these men be broke. For a hot second, I entertained the idea of having a sugar daddy. But now that I'm a born again virgin, I expect to be married with no prenup and be secured in his will. I'm not ready to be on my Anna Nicole, so now I'm thinking to myself, am I gay yet? I can't remember the last time I was genuinely interested in a motherfucker. Wait, nope, I lied. I met a man at my girl's kickback. And usually friends of friends could be cool sometimes unless your friend ain't shit. There was chill vibes, conversation and drinks was flowing, but he was a 5'9 shawty. We was talking and we exchanged numbers. I gave him my real number and I was responding to his text. Very rare because, you know, I told myself I wasn't entertaining any more Napoleons after 2020, but okay, neither here nor there. Anyway, it was cool because I was getting my practice up. I knew it was never gonna work out because he's a father with young kids, plural. And I can confirm that I'm not giving stepmom in this era of my life. Already I gotta be what, priority number three? No, sir, I gotta be priority numero uno. Since he was an older gentleman, I thought I was gonna learn something about something, but nope, I didn't. The only thing I learned was all niggas be wasting time too. While I was getting my practice up, I had to travel to the West Coast for work. So there was a time difference and the conversation was getting kind of dry. What you doing? How you doing? I'm good, it's good. Now what? I'm bored. I knew he only had a couple more days in my phone when he was bragging about his cooking skills. This motherfucker sent me a video of his meal. It was the most disgusting, chilly looking shit with chopped up hot dogs in a crock pot and he's stirring it with the salad fork. The video gave me gas, but I still hyped him up though. I hit him back with the, oh, I see you, but I didn't. I just knew his insides wasn't okay. We kept texting though. But this motherfucker wasn't saying nothing, wasn't planning nothing, was giving nothing. Now I'm even more bored and my ass done reinstalled these dating apps. But now I've selected seeking both men and women because at this point I'm one nigga away from being gay. I'm so close to a countdown to Scissor Town that I'm doing research on how I'm about to soft launch my coming out. Anyways, I'm working and enjoying my last days in California on this business trip. And this dude hits me up and tells me that his job is relocating him to Peru in the next month. If you broke, just say that. If you don't have flued out nonstop round trip money, just say that. That's what I thought, but I said, oh wow, congratulations. I'll never understand why niggas will bring the workplace into their textuationship. Just tell me you don't like me. Say what you mean and mean what you say and say that shit with your motherfucking chest. That's that little dick energy I be talking to y'all about because till this day, this motherfucker is still in the US playing house. Well, that's what the streets told me cause he's blocked on here. Every time I decide to give these motherfuckers the benefit of the doubt, I'm reminded why I have all the doubts and no benefits. All these years of dating in DC have me wondering how the guy I had a crush on in preschool is doing. They really got a bitch digging deep into the archives of her mind to remember a time when these niggas didn't disappoint me. Back in the 1900s. 
I say all that to say that the Gangsta Spice quote of this episode is, no weapon formed against me shall prosper, especially if that weapon is not 5'10 or taller, employed, romantic, ambitious, and woke. Don't be afraid to have standards because if you don't stand for anything, you will fall for everything, especially a fuckboy with little dick energy. A lot of people are comfortable settling. I wouldn't recommend it, but maybe you feel like your clock is ticking, your self-esteem and environment got you fucked up, or whatever else. I'm not here to judge. I just think that everyone should be happy with themselves and their choices. And I choose not to fuck with y'all niggas. Am I gay yet? Aside from the 510, I am employed, romantic, ambitious, and woke. So like, I know I'm not asking for too much. Y'all are just so comfortable with giving the bare minimum, and I'm so comfortable keeping my legs closed. Celibate by accident, but single on purpose, because help! Still got a few things to get off my chest, so stay tuned for part two next week. In the meantime and in between time, be sure to follow the official Storytime with Steph Instagram and subscribe to the Storytime with Steph YouTube channel. And if you haven't already done so, like, comment, share, and subscribe. Thank you. Love you. Deuces.